0: the blast from our past network talking back
1: hey everybody welcome to talking back tim and dean here and this week we're going to be chatting about our top 10 favorite star wars theme songs dean welcome hey tim how's it going very good uh yeah this is going to be a fun one
2: Oh yeah. I mean, anytime we get to talk about Star Wars for any reason, uh is a good time. And we've never done music like of Star Wars. So this True. is going to be great.
1: Yeah, we've been looking at looking for ways to get more Star Star Wars into the podcast just anyway. And yeah, um I thought this was going to be a fun one and then holy smokes, did, like this turned out to be way more fun than I even thought. Just going through all these Oh yeah all these uh, albums and listening to all this music. Man, did I have a good time putting this list together.
2: Yeah, Tim, you told me that this is what we're going to do. And I was like, oh, great. I'll have uh, more time than if we were doing a movie. Or if we had to read a a comic. False. Uh, False. Infinitely more time than both of those things put together. I listened to so many tracks. I shuffled my list multiple times. I had initial thoughts, took them off, put them back on. It was a super fun time listening to all this music.
1: I listened to eleven soundtracks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. I went it was through amazing. everything. Now, yeah, like I did, scrub through some tracks. Like I, I could yeah. click on a track and know that it wasn't going to hit my top ten, so I didn't bother listening to it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I had a list. Um, I just I listened to everything. I put all the songs that I thought could make it, and when that was all done, I had a list of twenty five. And then I just yep. went through those again and narrowed it down to 10. And then I put those 10 in order. So.
2: Exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I had similar numbers. It to those. was,
1: yeah. A great time. So much fun. So yeah, to, to clarify, we're doing our top 10 favorite Star Wars songs from the live action movies. Yes. This does not include animation. This does not include the television series or the streaming series. Correct. Because we didn't have time to go through all that stuff there, as well.
2: There's literally no time to listen to any of it. I know it's good. I know there uh, there's tracks out there on the shows that are incredible. There was just no time for
1: that. No time. Hey, maybe that can be a a subsequent episode at one point.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. There's enough good music in all of these movies that we didn't need to go to the TV. And there's enough good music in the TV that that can be a separate thing. Correct.
1: Okay, so um, this is how we're going to do it, is we're going to count down from 10 to 1 and if we hit a song that you or I have higher on each other's list, then we'll talk about it when we get to the higher seating. Okay. Right. Now I'm guessing we're going to have some crossover here. I think especially when we get into the top five, there's just yeah. some undeniable like Star Wars tracks. Uh, let's not kid ourselves here, but For sure. it'll be interesting to see where they're seated. And then I'm very curious about five to 10 and what kind of, you know, made it in that aren't the big ones so same yeah now would you like to get started dean or would you like me to go first
2: i can go first all right it was uh yeah it was your idea so i'll let you have the second go at it um so i'll go first okay and uh at my number 10 it was uh it was a, a, a sneaky one it was one that snuck up on me but every time i listened to it it had to keep up it had to keep its spot here and uh that's it's from the phantom menace okay and it's The big parade at the end. No way. It's just so fun. Like, there, I just kept listening to it. I, at first, I was like, okay, we'll just throw that on the long list, but there's no way it's going to make it. The more that I just kept listening to it, Every time it's playing, I got to get up and dance. It is just a fun, fun time. And to end that movie, that movie is a big victory at the end of that, at that one. So it's, it's nice to have this big victorious track. Everyone's having a party. It really feels like a party track. It feels separate from other Star Wars things. And uh, it, I really felt like I, I'm on Naboo every time I listen to it. So the big parade at the end of The Phantom Menace is my 10.
1: There's lots of celebration tracks in Star Wars um you know most of most of the uh movies end in some sort of a celebration uh, oddly enough i don't have a celebration track in my movie in my movies in my list okay. in my movie list here yeah. so that's very interesting um i'm not like i like that i love the big bombastic uh you know celebrations um i guess we'll we'll find out if you have other celebration tracks or if this was you your will. favorite celebration track so Yeah, we will. uh, We'll find that out as we go down the list. My number 10 couldn't be more opposite from your celebration. Okay. (laughs) Great. It's the other end of the spectrum. Because at number 10, I have the immolation scene from Revenge of the Sith. And this is the track that plays when Anakin is lying on the ground being burned alive. Okay. (laughs) It's a different type of celebration.
2: It's a a little different, different ending to that movie, a little different type of celebration. Yes. (laughs)
1: So there was no doubt that on my top 10 list I needed a really painful track from Revenge of the Sith, uh, a movie that I just so dearly love. And there are quite a few good ones to choose from out of that movie. But at the same time there's there's some that don't really fit what I'm looking for because um only a couple of them are kind of toned towards Anakin. There's a lot, of, a lot of tracks that are toned towards Anakin and Obi-Wan together, but they don't hit, right. They don't hit me right. So this is the one that I needed to do, uh, truly the saddest moment in Star Wars for me. So there was no denying its place on my top 10 list.
2: Yeah, I knew there'd be something like that on your list here, Tim, and that totally makes sense. That track is, yeah, perfect, perfect for your list.
1: The other one that I was looking at was called Anakin's Betrayal which it, this one happens, that happens a bit earlier. Uh, that's also a very, very nice track, but uh, this was this is the one I, I chose.
2: I was very close to putting Anakin's Betrayal on my list. It's a, a great track, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, your number nine.
2: My number nine. Um, this one is a little bit of a strange one since I didn't really know it existed until I started to do this, until I started to do this deep dive. And it is actually going to be from Rogue One, which is not John Williams. It's Michael Giacchino, who I love because I'm a huge fan of Lost. And this track is actually, to me, uh, reminds me more of the emotions that I feel when I watch Lost than it does uh, sort of the Star Wars feel. So I liked that this composer was able to bring in his own style into, uh, into his Star Wars tracks. And so it might seem like it's kind of, you know, a slower and boring one. It is Stardust. Higher on my list. Oh, okay. Great. Oh, that makes me so happy because I thought I was just coming in here and telling everybody about Stardust. So that's great. I'm super happy.
1: <laughs> now, uh, my number nine is also a fun one, uh, similar to your first first entry. Um, I wonder if this might be higher on your list, but my number nine is Cantina Band from A New Hope. It is not. Okay, great. So this obviously plays when Obi-Wan and Luke go to the cantina to meet Han Solo. And I mean, there was no way I couldn't have this on my list. Like this was such a great Star Wars anthem back in the day. Oh yeah. Like I feel like I feel like this was as recognizable as the main Star Wars theme. Um, like, if you were a child of the 70s and 80s, you absolutely knew this track, you know? It's just, it's so catchy, it's so fun, it's uh, such a playful riff. There's nothing else on the soundtrack that sounds anything like this. It's such a one-off from everything else uh, that it just really stands out. You know, it's this fun throwback to the swing music of the 20s. They throw a little steel drum in there, I love my steel drum, and... uh Yeah, what I really like about it is it lets us know that people in the Star Wars universe still have fun. Because if you take this track out of Star Wars, A New Hope, you don't know that people have fun. Yeah. It's just all Jedi and Sith. But having this moment in the cantina where people are drinking, they're getting into bar fights, this music's playing, it's a great time. This universe has fun. So... Uh, I love it for that, and uh yeah that's uh that's my number nine.
2: Great number nine almost made it again for me. Uh, like you said, if you even if you have only seen Star Wars when you were a kid, like I have some friends who don't re-watch Star Wars. They've just watched it when they were a kid, and they know that song. like as soon as it pops up, they're like, oh, this is that, that Star Wars song. Uh, it's great. It's iconic.
1: It's been in pop culture enough that you probably know it even if you haven't seen A New Hope. Exactly. Yeah, true. Awesome. All right. So we're on your number eight. Okay, my number eight, which I thought
2: was going to fall higher for you. Maybe it still does. But after you talked about your number 10, I'm thinking maybe it didn't hit your list. And I have uh, from Revenge of the Sith, Battle of the Heroes. Not on my list. Okay, so um, Battle of the Heroes. I was going through a lot of those Revenge of the Sith tracks. Uh, Battle of the Heroes is the one for me. Uh, it's playing when, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. It's playing when uh, Yoda and Sidious fight. And uh, it has the. Uh, so, like, those, those action scenes are like, you know, super exciting, super fast-paced. They're kind of the biggest. Um, fights you've seen so far in the entire prequel and maybe in in all of Star Wars they're sort of the most choreographed and um, large fights you've seen and it's got this music that just goes along with that just keeps pushing while also throwing in like a little bit of Duel of the Fates throwing a little bit of other Star Wars you know music in there so you get a feel that you're still in the Star Wars universe but it's just like bang 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 going going it's loud there's like there's like singing in the background that is super loud Uh, I just I just feel like it's in your face just like these intense moments are that you need to know that this is a huge moment this movie has been the whole trilogy has been leading up to this huge moment right now and there's just people screaming at me that it's a huge moment and I loved it
1: Yeah, I definitely consider this, you know, um, Anakin, Obi-Wan, my favorite lightsaber fight in the franchise. Uh, But it's what I mentioned before, where the track is equal parts Anakin and Obi-Wan, because they're both being represented in the music. And I was looking for something darker. And then um, it just didn't, there weren't enough spaces for this one to land on my list. But a great choice, I, I considered it. Yeah. So my number eight is going to be a hot take here. Okay. And it doesn't play all that much in the movie. It only plays for a little bit, but listening to the entire track, this one blew me away. It's such a such a wicked piece of music. So my number 8 from A New Hope is called The Walls Converge. <laughs> Now, this plays when our friends find themselves trapped in the garbage room. Um, Man, this this track, it starts off exactly like a Tom Waits song. And I'm just waiting for his raspy voice to kick in. Nice. But it obviously doesn't. But, um, yeah, it's kind of playing when they're in the, the garbage room. But it also plays a little bit when Luke's trying to communicate with 3PO and trying to get him to help out. So... Um, You do have those different locations that it's playing. I just, I really like it for how very worrisome the track sounds. Like you yeah. can really, it, it really draws out that emotion of, oh, <laughs> our friends are in trouble here. And I think I kind of, you know, I fell for this one because that was always one of my most favorite scenes in A New Hope. I think we probably touched on this in our New our new Hope episode back in the, the walkthrough we did a couple of years back. But there was something sort of like magical about that room. Like the idea that there's this garbage, they're stuck, the walls are closing in, but also there's something swimming in the depths below them. Like how deep does that room go? And it was this this fascination with this whole other world that possibly exists below them, but we don't know about it. So... I think this track does a great job of just making us feel scared and tense, and it's it's really, really dark. Um, so this one, I wouldn't have considered this even making my list, but when I listened to that full track, it is so great. Uh, easy, easy nod for this one.
2: Yeah, awesome. That's great. Uh, that's another one of those scenes that just sticks with you when you're a kid. Uh, you just, you don't forget it. They're trying to escape, and they go into more danger. More than just one danger, more than just walls closing in. There's things swimming around. Uh, yeah, the music playing during that time. Excellent. Good choice,
1: Tim. And your only hope is 3PO. He's yeah. just like bumbling around outside. Totally. <laughs> with like stormtroopers all over. Yeah. It's such a great scene. Oh, man. Yeah. That's such a, such a lovable scene. Your number seven.
2: Yeah. Um, my number seven is from The Force Awakens and it's Ray's theme.
1: That's another one that I considered. Okay. Uh, just didn't quite make it, but I really do love this track. Yeah. It's, so why uh, did you choose it?
2: I chose it because it's uh, so it's really like playful at the beginning, um, and it's it's really light at the beginning of it, and it gets into a little bit of as soon as it's like it starts really light, it gets into a little bit sounding like Beauty and the Beast, which is it's kind of strange, but uh, moves into you know Beauty and the Beast type sounding music. And then it keeps that same melody that was light and fun at the beginning, but it gets more serious, more intense, more epic as it goes along, which is what we're going to get with Ray. Like, Ray is going to be, you know, not really know what she's getting into at the beginning, just doing her, her scavenging, just doing her her selling at the beginning. But then it's going to get, this adventure is going to get more epic for her, more serious, even though she's going to keep her same tones. Uh, so yeah, I, just, I I love this track. I think it's one of the, uh, obviously it's on my list here, it's one of the best of the, uh, the sequel tracks trilogy.
1: Nice. Yeah, good choice. My number seven is a track. It sounds a little bit curious. It's a little bit triumphant. It's playful. Uh, You'll hear it in Bright Tree Village in Return of the Jedi when Luke tells Leia that the Force runs strong in his family. His father has it. He has it. And his sister has it. And that track is called Luke and Leia and again from Return of the Jedi. So here's another wonderful moment in the movie. You have these two, you know, we now know brother and sister. Luke's sort of letting Leia know that they're brother and sister. He kind of like drops the hint. She picks up on it. You know, she can sense it. She can feel it. And we're happy that they're reunited. But Luke has to run off right away. And I always felt like bittersweet in this moment because it's been so hard for them. They've been running, uh, you know, for so long that they're finally at this happy place. They're having, they're having a bonfire and singing songs and three P.O.s telling stories. And, you know, in my mind and in my heart, I just, I kind of wish they could just live there forever, you know, just hide away from everything and just (laughs) live there with the Ewoks, but that's not possible. You know, they have to go defeat the big evil, but I always have that bittersweet moment um, at this scene and uh, the music is just a really, really nice uh, emphasis to, you know, what's happening in the movie. So, um, yep, uh, big fan of this one.
2: Yeah, that's another great pick, Tim. Another one, I wish this was a list of 20. Another one that I'm just like was close, was so close for me. So I'm glad it's on your list. I'm glad it's falling on yours. I'm liking all the ones on your list because they're different than mine, but they're the ones I was thinking about. So this is a great moment in the movie and a a great, great uh, uh, track.
1: Okay, your number six.
2: My number six uh, is from Attack of the Clones. I may not love the love story, but I do love the song Across the Stars. Across the stars is so epic. It's so like it's such an epic. Uh, it, it it telling like the love story. It really does get into. You can feel it. You can feel like the um, the the notes just like flowing over you and taking over you, you kind of get lost. And I feel myself putting my hands out <laughs> and while I'm listening to it. I just want the music to wash over me. It is in my, you know, it's in in my opinion, a a song that doesn't, or the the love story doesn't quite reach match the song, Um, but (laughs) the song is just so incredible. The track is so incredible. I'll listen to it over and over. It'll convince me that they're in love if I don't think they are. Um, So it's a wonderful piece of music for the middle movie here that is about the love story. It needs to build that love story. Um, So... You know, this is john williams is is doing a fantastic job. He knew what he knew what he had to do here to make this this epic super it's it's it seems like the grandest love story when you listen to this song. I uh, just yeah I, I love it,
1: yeah, I love this track. It made the short list um it is truly beautiful, I mean, I can't say much more about it than that. yeah. um it did get knocked out by my number six. It was one or the other. okay. And I just had to go with what I have here at number six, which is from A New Hope and it's Binary Sunset.
2: Higher on my list.
1: Okay. Then let's go to your number five.
2: Okay. My number five. Yeah, I guess we're going to get into some higher on my list at this point in time. Um, We'll hear that
1: a lot now. We'll hear that a
2: lot now. Uh, Maybe not. Seeing the things that you've said. I don't know. Maybe we'll see with this one It's from The Empire Strikes Back. It's Yoda's theme. I do not have that. ok. I love Yoda's themes so much. It is, oh, my goodness. Like, I would put it higher if I could and I just can't because everything else that I is higher <laughs> yeah. is just like, I, I just can't. No, I, I look at it. it right now, and there's no way Yoda's theme can go ahead of any of these things. <laughs> but like, this is where I'm just absolutely in love with the tracks. Like this one, That is my favorite movie. The Empire Strikes Back. It is such a downer of a movie. It is such a sad movie. It is our heroes failing step after step. They might get little wins, but they fail. And right in the middle of it, you get this hopeful track. It's right. If you listen to Yoda's theme, it is so hopeful it is like wow. It it open it, it's kind of like that wondrous opening your eyes. Like, wow, there's something here. There's more to this world than I thought. There's there is hope. There's something here that I can grasp onto. It's this little guy. <laughs> it's Yoda. And it's 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 such an interesting choice to pick this incredibly hopeful track to put in the middle of this like very downer of a movie. Uh, So every time it plays, I get the feels because it's like the only time that movie lifts me, you know, pulls me up right in the middle. And I get to feel like, okay, we can do this team. We can get back and we can win this thing. Uh, So, yeah, love, love Yoda's theme.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you put it on the list because I think it belongs to be there, but it's not for me. Yeah, this was one of the ones where I just clicked on it. I'm like, oh, oh, Yoda's theme. This will be a good option, and I clicked on it, and I'm like, nope, right? <laughs> Didn't even make my top twenty five. Okay, just, okay, fair. There is something about this track that yeah. was not working for me. Uh, I love that you have it on the list, though. So that's good. So my number five was mentioned by you already. It is um, the only track that I have that's not from John Williams, but definitely worthy of this top 10 list. I have it at number five. It is uh, Stardust by Michael Giacchino from Rogue One. Um, I'll just play it and then uh, I'll let you go first and say what you wanted to say.
2: So why I have this one uh, on my list? You have it higher, so obviously you feel similar uh, thoughts to me. But um, it does, it does exactly what Lost does to like really dr- like draw me in. And Lost is a is a show that I, uh, I I feel like very emotional about. I've watched it like five times in my life through, and I just like I there are moments that can really get me in that show, and it has a lot to do with the music that is playing and. Him in this track, it like it starts out, it gets like a little bit intense, and then it just cuts out at like a minute, and like not, it, it's completely silent, and then he just goes in with like piano softly playing, just like a, in, a slow melody that makes you try to guess where we're going. Like it try you you, I sit there and I'm like, oh, is this gonna resolve? like pleasantly, or is this going to resolve like a little bit in like a minor key or something where I'm a little sad? And it always like kind of takes you to that happy place and takes you to that, um, that nice note. And so he goes with the piano and then he kind of brings in the strings and then it kind of carries on from there. And it's just, it's, it reminded me so much of a lost track that I just kind of fell in love with it as I was going through this Rogue One soundtrack.
1: Cool. Yeah. So the piano was a huge part for me. Yeah, uh, I love piano tracks and just the fact that this is piano, so beautiful. Um, but I'm going to speak more to how it's used in the movie because that's what really gets me. Um, the first time we hear it is when Jin gets the message from her father, uh, the hologram on Jeddah as the planet's being destroyed by the Death Star, and then the second time we hear it is right near the end on Scarif as Scarif is being destroyed by the Death Star. But at this moment, this is when they get their big win. They've been working so hard up to this point against all odds. And you wonder if it's, you know it you know they're going to win, but you wonder if they're even going to win. You know, the movie presents it so well. And then right at this moment, you know, they sort of break through the shield barrier and everything starts to go right for them. And this heartbreaking music comes in. And I get so emotional at this moment for the win. It, that's yeah. how great it is. It's your winning. And I'm, I'm feeling like so sad inside. Um, now, this is not the track that plays when, uh, you know, Jin and Andor actually get killed. That's a different track altogether. Yeah. But this, this sort of ends just before that. But I think it's really interesting that it plays the two times when the planets are being destroyed by the Death Star. And I'm very curious about the name Stardust. I think that's really interesting. Because that's basically what they, they become. Those planets become is like dust in the stars.
2: Interesting. Yeah. So okay. I don't know
1: if that has anything to do with it, but I just think it's really interesting that that's the name of the track and this is when they chose to play it.
2: Right. So I'm going to go a bit into the relationship. I, I'm glad you appointed these two spots where it's played because like these are the big moments for me. Um, with the father-daughter relationship that really get me every time. And it's because this track's playing. It, like, these are the two moments that cry in the movie, which are the two moments yeah. that he's playing this song. And it's when she finds out that the father that she hated was actually on the other side. He he, he's, right. he was actually, you know, like doing it for her, trying to protect her. She's just devastated by this. And then the next moment that it plays is when they are trying to find the plans And she knows that the plans are labeled Stardust because that's what he called her. So it's like she was still on his mind the entire, like it's just brought back to her attention that everything was about her. He was doing this to protect her. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just a great spot to bring it back in the movie because it's the other moment where she just gets that, you know, wash of emotion um, from her dad, actually like really loving her. her dad, who she thought just left her behind to go work for the, um, for the you know, the, the villains uh, in here, in this movie. So um, yeah, great, great track.
1: All right, what's your number four?
2: My number four, mentioned before, is Binary Sunset.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, you know, from A New Hope, this is the most, you know, well-known iconic scene where Luke is looking out at the double sunset on Tatooine. Um, There's a lot going on in this track, actually. Like, it has a bit of Leia's theme in it. It has some of the Star Wars main theme in it. I think it even has some other stuff that is part of the movie. So it's like an ensemble of a track. But why I had to include it is because it contains what would become the theme that's used for quote unquote, the force in the star Wars franchise. So kind of had to throw it in for that because it becomes such a, a major like motif throughout the the series, this, this theme, and this is where you hear it for the first time. So, um, I would just side note that this was originally intended to be the theme of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but they shifted that.
2: Okay, great. Um, yeah, the Force theme is my favorite part of this. It's what is then plucked out from this track and used so many places. I, I found myself listing all these tracks that I I wanted to include. And, you know, the list got to 25 or 30, whatever it was. And a lot of them had pieces of this in it. A lot of them had pieces of it. So I, I was like, okay, where is where is that from? Which one is that from? It's from Binary Sunset. There's the, the moment where it's kind of building this Force track um, is my favorite part because... It's sort of layering on different instruments, like an instrument will take over and start the, I don't know the musical terms, but start the phrase. And then another instrument sort of take over and and start it again. But it isn't till like the French horn comes in, starts playing the entire thing, and then the whole orchestra comes in and plays the entire thing for you. And it really feels like Luke in that moment where he is like oh i'm I, i'm on you know i'm on this planet on this desert planet i'm on this farm will i ever get off will i ever get off and then he looks at those two suns and that's when you know the orchestra comes in and it's like i can go on this epic adventure i just wish i could. you know there there is this big world out there that i want to go travel that i want to go see uh, so i think it it does such a good job building that building that what turns into the force theme, the iconic thing, it doesn't just give it to you right away. It kind of teases you a bit and then hits you with it, um, with the whole orchestra kind of playing it. It's just that it's, yeah, it's a, like a magical
1: moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great track. Great, great moment in the movie too. It's so yeah. beautiful. Another, another just truly iconic moment with the, for sure what's happening on screen and then the track that they hit you with. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say much about my number four because I'm certain it's higher on your list. I'll just say, from all the films, the Star Wars main theme.
2: It's higher on my list.
1: Okay, let's have your number three.
2: Uh, My number three, I mean, maybe I won't say much about it either. (laughs) You
1: probably don't need to. Imperial March. Higher on my list. Okay. (laughs) Okay, my number three, I'll just say this. Um, from the Phantom Menace, Duel of the Fates.
2: Higher on my list.
1: Okay. Uh, what's your number? So what are we on? Your number two? My number t- two is Duel of the Fates. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Okay, go ahead with Duel of the Fates.
2: Okay, um, Duel of the Fates, I mean, another one that I just want to put as my number one, but I couldn't <laughs> yeah. quite do it. I couldn't quite get it there after listening over and over. I had the Phantom Menace soundtrack. This was on repeat for me when I was a teenager. Like, I just love this. Like, for for movies in 1999... There are so many great movies that came out in nineteen ninety-nine. People write books, I have one, about how great the year a nineteen ninety one was or nineteen ninety-nine was for movies and all the great things that came out. And for me it does not get better. There is no better moment in 1999 over all these great movies than Double Doors opening with Duel of the Fates playing and yeah. Darth Maul on the other side. There's no better moment than that. <laughs> Even though there's better movies than this one obviously. Uh it just like it gets me every time. Like it's so perfectly placed in the movie and it is like this it's this track that starts out with the, you know, the chorus just singing so, so um like epically, and then it breaks down, you know, then it gets quiet and it starts to slowly build up this, like this battle that's going to happen. And, you know, there's great cutting between all of the, you know, in the sky battle, the lightsaber battle, the infiltration, like there's just all this going on while it's quiet. But then also there's these moments where they're just screaming at you and it is just so epic. Um, Yeah. A duel of the fates. Number two on the list for me, but like really just one of my favorite tracks of all time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. You know, you've got Maul fighting Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan for the fate of Anakin, hence the name of the song. Uh, The progression of the song is truly amazing. It starts with like this choir-like chanting. And the words that they're saying are from an old Welsh poem. And they translate to under the tongue root, a fight most dread, and another raging behind in the head. And that just gets chanted. It is interesting. And that gets chanted over and over and over again. As good as that chanting is in the beginning, it gets even more intense as you go. Yeah. Uh, like. And it, it matches the music, which is also ripping your ears apart at that time. <laughs> totally. It's, it's yeah. so great. <laughs> it's amazing. And, you know, as it's playing, we're watching one of the best lightsaber fights that we've ever seen. For sure. It's so beautiful. Um, I mean, the track definitely elicits an emotional reaction from you as you're watching. You can't deny that. And it's hard to deny this track in the top three. So, my number two was your number three. It is the Imperial March from The Empire Strikes Back and other movies. <laughs> So, I mean, this track basically plays anytime we see our boy. Yep. It's, his, it's what he's got playing in his head all the time. <laughs> right, yeah. We just, we just get <laughs> exactly. a glimpse into his head every time yeah. <laughs> we see him. This might even be more iconic than the Star Wars theme itself. Maybe, yeah. Could be. You know, you've got Darth Vader, the greatest movie villain of all time, and that's going to require an equally impactful theme song. And I just love how John Williams was able to deliver on it. Uh, you know, it, it's documented um, that John Williams, he took inspiration from a couple other pieces of music. There was a Chopin track and a Gustav Holtz track. So I listened to those, and I wanted to hear the, famili- the familiarities between them. Yeah, It's incredible what John Williams did because he literally only took inspiration like yeah you can hear what he was kind of working off of but he definitely didn't steal anything it's just it really is fascinating what he was able to create here and it's just I mean it's just one of the best it's my number two I got one higher but one of my truly one of my favorite tracks
2: yeah I'm curious what you have higher because i you had the main theme. At, you had the main theme at four, so we yeah. haven't even heard yet what you might have at one. So I'm very excited for that. I'm kind of surprised
1: uh, it wasn't on your list, but uh, well, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm now I am. There. I'm like, what did I do? What have <laughs> I
2: done wrong? The big parade should that really be on here? <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Imperial March. It's my number three. It's right below Duel of the Fates. Um, yeah. It's it's so iconic. It's so. It, most people know the beginning, like the da, da 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 but it just continues on to much better places than that. Yeah. You know, lots of people know that beginning and know how it starts, but you got to keep listening because that thing gets even so much better than that. You know, it just keeps going and going. It's incredible when you follow it along and it takes you to those places. It's such a good, like, evil theme. Um, and it's a march, right? Because this is going to be about, you know, soldiers. And he's the he's the leader of the soldiers. You know, they all have this white uniform on. He's got this black uniform on. He is the leader of them. He stands uh, ahead of them. And every time he walks out to them, this is what's playing uh, to keep that structure, to keep everyone, you know, everyone in their rows and everything and keep his... Um, keep his command. It's so great. Uh, yeah. Uh, aside from it being so iconic, I mean, it's iconic for a reason. It's iconic because it's just so incredible. I could listen to this any day. Uh, great,
1: great track. Yep. So we know you're number one, Dean, but uh, tell us tell us about the, the Star Wars theme.
2: Uh, okay. So coming into it, thought I would be able to put Duel of the Fates ahead of it, but as I'm listening to them, I just can't because as soon as that horn blares, I'm just like, <laughs> start the movie. Like, what? I, I'm just playing the song. Let's let's watch the movie. Uh, it makes me so excited. It's the most exciting sound. It's the mo- it's the best way you can ever start a movie is with this song. And uh, it, yeah, there's it, there's too much to it, too iconic. Whatever it is, I've heard it too many times. Nothing gets me more excited than those horns blaring and getting into that big, epic fantasy music, uh, sci-fi fantasy music that just I know I'm in for a big adventure. I want to sit in a theater and have that blared in my ears, and I just know I'm going to have a good time. So that's definitely just landed in my number one.
1: I love it. I'm glad you're kind of the purist and you stuck with that.
2: I had to. I had to yeah. stick with it. I wanted to be I wanted to be different and pick something else, but as I was listening through them, I just couldn't. It was it's no. the one for me.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So while the Imperial March pumps me up, it turns my eyes yellow. <laughs> this yes. song brings tears to my eyes. And It is Leia's theme from A New Hope.
2: I can't tell you how many times I listened to Leia's theme and was like, this needs to get on the list. And I just never did it. I listened to Leia's theme more than any other song (laughs) because I wanted, I knew it's got something special. It's got something special to it, but it just didn't quite get there for me. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's on yours.
1: Yeah. I, I love the progression of the track because it has like the main motif or the main theme that starts off very early in the track. It's very quiet. It's very subtle And they build on it two more times throughout the track in the middle and the end. And each time it becomes more full with instruments and sound and just they do such a beautiful job of just sprinkling it in through all the different movies. You know, you can just hear four or five notes of Leia's theme and you know what it is. And it always comforts me. Um, I just th- like this is a track I will lis- listen to way more often than Imperial March like as much as I love that. Yeah. This is sort of like an anytime track for me and it just always kind of melts my heart when I listen to it. One of the things that I realized as I was going through all these these tracks and these different movies and this is something that I had realized when we were watching the movies and I wanted to actually have Revenge of the Sith end credits as one of my choices. It okay. kind of made the short list. But then I realized it was more for the reason of playing Leia's theme. Right. But if you're watching the movies in chronological order, they tease Leia's theme in the end credits of Revenge of the Sith, which I think is a truly beautiful thing that gets lost on everybody because most of us watched, um, you know, four, five, and six first. So we already yeah. knew about Leia's theme. But like, what a cool nugget to have in there for someone who does watch it in chronological order. And having that such a, such a happy little moment playing at the end of that movie, which is so sad. You know, I just thought it's such a beautiful ending to that movie. But yeah, um, this was a no-brainer for me. I just, anytime I hear this track, it just sweeps me off my feet. I just think it's so beautiful. I love it. It's my number one.
2: I love that. That's a great number one. Uh, you know, I look at my list. I like my list, but Leia's theme could be anywhere here. You know, it could be it could be anywhere on that list. It was probably the number 11. Like I said, I listened to it so much. It's a great track. I also had Han Solo and the Princess very close, which is just, yeah. you know, Leia's theme kind of reworked. You know, that, that's really what, what makes that track so good. Um, so then I just came back to thinking, oh, Leia's theme needs to be on there. It got very close. I love that it's your number one.
1: Yep. Uh, so, just quickly, a couple others that we didn't touch on that made the short list. I had "The Rise of Skywalker" from "The Rise of Skywalker." Yep. I think it's Same. a really nice track. And I had "The Anthem of Evil" from "The Rise of Skywalker," which is okay, Palpatine's cool. track. Yeah, nice. Which I thought was just a really, really great, great song as well. Nice. All right, cool. That was a lot of fun. That
2: was great. Uh, I loved going through all that music, and now I'm just going to keep listening to all that music because I've introduced myself to way more tracks that I love.
1: Yeah, hopefully we've created a small playlist for people here to listen to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, And uh, maybe inspire you to go create your own. Hey, if you've got a top 10 list, let us know. Hit us up. For sure. All right. Hey, if you enjoyed that episode, everybody, please consider supporting us here at Talking Back. You could just uh, share an episode with a friend. It's as simple as that. You can, you know, leave a rating or a like on your favorite podcast app. You can check out buymeacoffee.com or you can check us out on Patreon where you can unlock exclusive episodes. And now that this episode's over, don't worry, head on over to BFOPnetwork.com. We promise you'll find something you like over there. Dean, thank you for joining. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have you been wondering where's the beef?
2: Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV, and music, to slang, food, and fashion you're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a Surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.